This is Country in the UK, your country music podcast, 4,000 miles from Nashville. Happy Thanksgiving. It is. I didn't even realise it was Thanksgiving until I got home, turned the TV on, and an NFL game was about to start. So I'm quite happy because I got home at 5.29. Oh, perfect timing for the start of what should have been a really interesting game, but at half-time with Detroit forgetting they were meant to turn up um against the packers in this nfc north uh rivalry game so but yeah it's good it's nice it's nice having like things on a thursday because obviously we don't celebrate thanksgiving and things and the americans it's their sort of start to the holiday season really and i kind of suppose from that standpoint that you know where you kind of in the whole realm of things that are more connected to the states with with country and you know following american football and things that you become sort of more conscious of it but you know black friday i suppose say is there anything you want from curries in the morning amazon, amazon keeps like trying to sell me um beds i've had beds come up uh speakers have you been have you been have you been having have you been having conversations in the pub about new beds i definitely go out there's obviously like something's come up somewhere that apparently i need a new bed according to amazon so i had a thing like i was talking to I, I sat with my mate Andy, who's up in Scotland. We were talking about castles kind of in like Aberdeen randomly. And then a day later, I had this whole like, all, when I was watching stuff on YouTube, all of my adverts were Visit Scotland and all this heritage and things, which is fine because you're going to get this tomorrow because like the magic of like the phone and kind of how they don't listen in and all that, they clearly do. Um, but Only yeah, YouTube it's YouTube premium, you see. Oh, see it. It's worth it. There's your there's your Black Friday deal if YouTube Premium's on Black Friday deal. Might have to check it. I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube actually. I, to be fair, I watch more on there than I do on normal telly because I watch like McAfee's like on every day with kind of like the sort of vlogcast that they do. Uh, and then, like TV wise, I started watching Game of Thrones again the other day because I just couldn't find anything to watch. Now I don't know if I'm really far behind and how long it's been out for, but I watched, started watching um, Daisy Jones and the Six on Amazon. Oh, you not seen it yet? Am I just really outdated? So good. I, I did series. two episodes last night, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome." But I think it was like earlier this year. I think might... I'm really far behind. It might even have been last year. Oh. But well, if you haven't watched Daisy Jones it's amazing, the Six. It's amazing. It's so good in terms of stuff like that's there. Like, because she's um, <laughs> Riley Keogh, she's Elvis's granddaughter, isn't she? Is she? Yeah. If you look, I don't know the exact kind of wear down the sort of chain of things, but her family, you know, it's not. It's not a long, it's not a massive jump coming across the family tree, but you know, she, you know, there's definitely like, you know, quite maternal or paternal that go quite close to to Presley and things. But yeah, it, oh my God, it's such a great series. Like, really, really good. And how everyone says it's so accurate, kind of about touring and things. That's a good thing to be binging if you haven't seen it yet, actually. I have not. So, um, yeah, quite. Um... Yeah, I was quite hooked. First two episodes seems like a good. Oh yeah, oh it gets even better, kind of going all the way sort of through and stuff, and like then you kind of you 
kind of pick up things as it's sort of done it's very cleverly done as sort of like the kind of them being interviewed looking back and then just the actual main part is the kind of the backstory things oh but yeah enjoy enjoy that binge like you that's a definite one if you've got time over the weekend you can just get through like straight away because like one of my favorite series i sort of watched kind of in one go like i think i did it in like two days i say i was gonna day. well, i was planning on sitting down and watching it more tonight and then i realized the nfl was on but i did also watch um going back to youtube uh, our Canadian friend Dan Davidson has put out a bit of a music documentary that is on YouTube now. I think he put it. I think it came out yesterday. So I watched that as well, um, which is quite cool. It's all about trying to find his way in country music. So I don't know if it's more than one episode, but yeah, there's one episode out now. There's a bit of a another random little music thing to watch for people. Oh, cool! That's good because the other thing I've been really hooked on on YouTube is a guy called Colin Furs. That basically built an underground bunker in his back garden as a man cave and then from there built a tunnel from the bunker to his shed and to his house and is now expanding the tunnel further where he's currently digging up his front drive to have a garage underneath the drive which will basically do it as like a thunderbird style drive lifting up for the car to come out of um, but he's like an inventor and does all this random sort of stuff. So anyone that hasn't checked out Colin Furs that likes random stuff, like definitely recommend that. As I, I was kind of almost expecting you to go along the way of something like he lives next door to a pub and has built a tunnel into the pub or something. No, that would, oh, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> but anyway, 18. man cave to a whole other level. 18, where are we going? We had a little chat about this before and stuff. It, it should be a really easy one, but kind of... I have a really easy. random one. That I, I, like, like. I like the random one, because like we sort of... Klinsman was an obvious one for Spurs, like Rule Fox, Stefan Everson, LaCelso currently, Paul Scholes, I guess, kind of one of the best sort of known in terms of soccer players and things. But I do like the one that you've gone for, because it will look really epic in terms of when we put the graphic for the podcast it's gonna look really random but fulham once had a striker called um fakundu sava and um yeah he randomly for his goal celebration he would put on a, a zorro mask <laughs> so he would obviously put i assume from what i you know this is early 2000s he must have played 19, 20 years ago or so now, probably for Fulham. But it was, from what I can remember is, he basically pulled out of his sock this mask when he scored and would put the mask on. So, very random. I, but there you go, yeah, Fakundu Sava. Like it. I think, I an think Argentinian random. football... Oh, he's a football manager. He's currently manager of someone called Sarmiento. So, if anyone knows Sarmiento, there you go. I like I like the random numbers ones as a way to sort of go. I think it's always good, like to go down that route as something like totally crazy. You could have like, said Paul Scholes, and that's just like a... too predictable. But anyway, I've got some big news, Ian. I like big news. Really big news. You know how we ended the last podcast talking about how Lidl have replicated uh, garlic pizza bread made famous by Domino's. Well, Domino's now have uh, surpassed themselves and are now selling mac and cheese. So you can order mac and cheese from Domino's and 
oh my god it's so good that like extremely random it is at random we we'd been talking about it so we went on a random pub crawl on saturday so we were around like stratford um and like mile end bethnal green and these sort of places and then when we got somewhere later they'd stopped doing food like oh you can order it in there and bring it in and eat in here if you want so we ordered like dominoes and just like to order mac and cheese and garlic bread <laughs> as you do so that was yeah that was my saturday night we went to one bar that was really quite cool that it was like so it felt like a speakeasy it was really dark it kind of felt like some sort of like vampire dungeon type thing <laughs> They had like this sort of like old school like press till from look like from the forties. Yeah, but, yeah. So the the quest to find the best terrible pub in London continues. Um, Do you have a new front runner? That the, I say that pub that we went to was that the the dark one that was quite cool. That was too nice. There wasn't really. I don't think there was anything that competes with a greyhound in Woolwich in terms of being the worst pub we ever sat in sat for him. Uh, don't think we'll be returning there in a hurry that one <laughs> that way uh detroit have messed up the two-point attempt oh no they've got the two-point attempt so they're back in the game green bay 23 game points. on well, i think quite decided they messed it up or not no it looks like anyone listening to this in about you know a couple of days time they're gonna be like one earthly on about no, they must have done because they run six before. I yeah, they got, they got the touchdown and then they got two points, but I thought he dropped it. Yeah, it looks like it looks good and stuff. So anyway, so Domino's do uh, mac and cheese. Um, definitely recommend. So that's I trust Domino's mac and cheese, but trust, no, trust it. me, it's good. Um, so that's obviously the most important news that's kind of come in the last three weeks and did this, but. We have had some really big, really exciting festival news, like really, really big. And the reaction to it has been huge. So Black Deer taking place uh, across the weekend of the 14th to 16th of June next year. One of our favourite festivals where we've sort of been the last two years properly, kind of since the pandemic and had an absolute wild time. We'd obviously been there before that in the past, but such a great site such a great vibe everything about it's perfect and they've announced i think actually one of the strongest headliners we've seen at a country americana event oh easily i think for yeah when you're talking like iconic names it's got to be i would think rock and roll hall of famer kind of someone that you know particularly for people our age as well someone that we we grew up with a lot of you know her hits massively when you sort of sort of go back to you know um just trying to think of like the most you know iconic one soak up the sun and she did like the 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 bond theme and um oh, where else do you sort of go to describe cheryl crow to be honest apart from saying that she's an absolute legend and people <laughs> you know people have loved it and it's, it's someone i've wanted to see for a kind of a long time like just you know, someone I've not got round to seeing yet. Um, you know, all I want to do, kind of all these sort of tracks. Um, if it makes you happy. Yeah, it's just going to be a really... And she's a perfect fit for that festival too. Like, absolutely. Um, 
and I'm, is, yeah, really, it's going to be an awesome. And I'm I'm really really glad for them. Like I say, we we obviously have had links kind of with Black Bear about kind of things that sort of I've done in the past, and you know we we might have mentioned that there have been some changes behind the scenes at Black Bear. So to get something that big kind of over the line and be able to announce it as a way to sort of kick off going forward, and I think as well put put other events kind of on notice. It's like okay, we need to up our game. They you know brought well, that's, this is massively yeah up the up the ante i think all around really which definitely can't be a bad thing so yeah it's going to be interesting now to kind of see how other festivals kind of react and how other bookers almost react across england scotland shows and i guess even european shows and things as well I'm massively pumped because we'd even said like me and my friends it was you know as much as we had a great time that the fact that you know there's a lot of things around Taylor kind of go into 2024 we would be sort of waiting to kind of see who things were before we fully committed um so the fact that we're all sort of straight away it's like we're in we're going we don't care who else on the lineup the weekend's <laughs> great they've got somebody amazing so great start for black deer um and on the subject of taylor um another show two more shows at wembley i don't know if there are any other at the other uk cities added no, as well so now it's eight dates at wembley station oh, right, so that's now the joint longest i think i wouldn't be surprised uh so that's really really good uh the tickets were on sale kind of through the the ballot thing you had to have already been registered for the initial dates and things um so i don't i assume they sold out like pretty much instantly because people were on waiting lists and all that sort of things um obviously there was kind of some quite sad news regarding her showdown in brazil um that kind of was you know last week where the, the extreme temperatures there um uh, made her postpone one of the shows following kind of the day before where someone kind of sadly had you know had, had passed due to the extreme heat um kind of in the stadium but it it looks like it really shows the power of her as an individual that how quickly she's managed to influence you know really positive changes in like legislation and kind of legal precedence uh for kind of events and things in brazil so that's you know obviously it's very sad that it had to result in changes needed to be made but you know the fact that she could really quickly sort of get on and make that influence and you know brazil as a country and in rio they appear to be sort of making positive changes because that's the sort of news that no one wants to be hearing at all and you know when, when we you know we all go to gigs in the summer and things but you know basically they're talking like it's like 60 degrees it's like pretty much to, to be so yeah so they obviously making a lot of changes towards security and things and i know we're obviously a lot of people are very critical about security and things over here but it does sort of you know make you sort of realize the fact that when you're at festivals and things they hand out water at the front they've yeah. always sort of done that and things and actually we're quite lucky kind of um on that sort of standpoint so but yeah two more shows so eight shows at wembley all together next summer i'm going to one of them um and really looking forward to it you know it's gonna be a big year next it's year gonna be a very big year and um elsewhere charles eston has announced tour dates thank you he announced it 
like earlier this week. I'm so lost on days at the minute. But yeah, that'll be is it a seven date tour, I think, with dates in Edinburgh, Glasgow, and then doing the usual, making its way down to London and then back up to Birmingham, Manchester. I think I read afterwards. I never understand tour booking some days. You think just make your way down the country, but goes a bit yeah. up and down. So yes, he's announced a seven days, but then there will also be shows um in Netherlands, Germany, Denmark, and Norway as well. So good to yeah, see again that we're getting the full um the full tours, whereas I think sometimes we've had just two or three shows. So it's nice that the full tours are really kicking in now and going across Europe as well. Yeah, the, the London date is the 26th of April at the Palladium, which, if anyone's kind of paying attention, is also the same night as when John Pardee's playing at Shepherd's Bush, um, which I think Pardee's sold out, though, um, which, again, it kind of some things where you sort of have questions about how floor booking works. But that's far too complicated for us and things too much to worry about. And in terms of people that are doing full tours, uh, since we lost on Lenny Wilson, um, who pretty much won everything possible at the CMA Awards. Um, well, he just had to turn up, didn't she, this year, pretty much. That was it. Lenny Wilson, Entertainer of the Year. Lenny Wilson, uh, Best Country Album for Bell Bottom Country. Lenny Wilson, Female Vocalist of the Year. Lenny Wilson and Hardy uh, for Wait in a Truck was Musical Event and Video of the Year. So five awards for Lenny um, at the CMAs, which is obviously incredible and i think her winning entertainment year is amazing and i massively deserved and i think you know for me if you looked at those five nominees as a live show it's like if if you were literally if they announced the show tomorrow and it was you were paying for a ticket of the five and they were all playing on the same day who would you go and see i think it would be laney for me every day of the week so really happy for her um in terms and it's of the fact a female I want to say Taylor Swift. Taylor was the last, yeah. The last female, which is something like 12 years ago, which is absolutely crazy. And then before, before Taylor did it, it was the Dixie Chicks in 2000. But yeah, well-deserved. And obviously the fact of how good she is live has shown that when she announced her European tour, that from the initial set of dates, they added a second show in Belfast, added a second show in London. So those dates are going to be in April next year. Um, 16th and 17th at the Ulster Hall in Belfast, the 19th at the Academy in Glasgow, the 20th at the Academy in Manchester, 23rd and 24th at Kenwich Town Forum in London. Fingers crossed by that point as well, the tube station should be back open kind of properly and things there to make make travel a lot easier to that gig and then following on from the london shows laney heads to melkweg at amsterdam then on to cologne berlin stockholm and oslo so again it's nice to kind of see like you know like you said about chip with his tour that you get kind of people are doing full-on tours again and but the last bit of kind of tour slash show news to kind of move on um someone who has not played a show in the uk for a long 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 time and don't know, in fact did they do c to c i'm not entirely sure if they did but um in terms of her own headline shows themselves it has been a fair wait for leanne rhymes to be coming back over here um so that is going to be on the 8th of may at the o2 it's the only show that she's doing over I here i think she's not... first c to c 
first or second year. I yeah, I say I think she may well have done, but it's I'm still sure it's first or second year she did. Still, it's a fair sort of long wait, you know. Oh yeah, for ten years then, at least. So yeah, so that's really really you know cool that you know Leanne's coming back. We've got some Laney dates to look forward to. Um, Chips obviously got his tour. Um, Oliver Anthony announced a couple of shows as well. A guy that kind of seemed to be like a YouTube sensation. Sold out Shepherd's Bush really, really quick. Um, there's three dates. I, I think Manchester, Glasgow might be the other two off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, so quite a few sort of tour announcements and stuff and just sort of coming back to where we were talking about Laney cleaning up at the awards um, a few other people, you know, did pretty well. Jelly Roll was the uh, new artist of the year. Janae Flina, as she seems to do all the time, won Musician of the Year. Old Dominion and Brothers Osborne won the awards for being Old Dominion and Brothers Osborne, aka known as uh, <laughs> Group and Duo of the Year. Um, and then Fast Car was both Single and Song of the Year. Um, so I see Single of the Year is awarded to Luke and kind of the recording side of it and the song element goes to Tracy Chapman. I'm not a fan of I'm, that winning. Um, I was gonna rant and I'm trying to save my rant, but I just feel like it opens up a can of worms for people to just release. Like someone could for me, what's stopping old Dominion say, just go and release Bohemian Rhapsody. Exactly. Or someone oh, comes imagine. Just or someone comes imagine. If, you, if you record Imagine, John Lennon's Imagine, like nobody's going to write a better song that's going to come out. Or a version of Eva Cassie's Somewhere Over the Rainbow. You know, those sort of things. No one's going to write a better song. I don't like it. It's a song from a long time ago. Um, we could go in and out and things, but obviously great for, you know, recognition for, for Tracy Chapman. Luke's version's obviously fantastic. They sort of deemed it was a kind of a good thing to do to people that were voting, but I think it's a little bit of an odd one, really. Yeah, to me, it just to me, you get to the point now. Like, well, yeah, when when do we? Surely it should be original. Don't know. I feel it should be original songs. If you're doing a 2023 award show, it should be an original, an original release. Or yes, if it's been released by someone before, it's maybe that artist has brought it into. Um, the mainstream maybe, but yeah, you're talking about a very famous song already that's, you know, everyone knows. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit, I suppose it's a bit different if it's something that had been written a long time ago and not had, you know, global success like yeah. it did. But obviously it was such a huge song, something that everyone knows and, you know. Yeah, as you say, yeah, what's stopping someone just chucking Imagine or Bohemian Rhapsody or something on an album and go, well, there you go, cool, I'll put that one forward for an award thanks very much appreciate it talking about awards actually something that definitely was well deserved shouldn't ask questions about whatsoever very happy for um it was the aria awards so the australian recording industry awards which is their sort of version of the brits i guess is the sort of term it and big friend of the site fanny lumsden um won album of the year country album of the year um, which was really, really great to see uh, for Hey Dawn, um, was kind of presented by Dolly Parton by video message, um, kind of for her to win. So that's really, really cool. And so on the subject of Dolly Parton, we're going to see her in probably about four hours time, three, four hours time. 
when she's going to do the halftime show at the Cowboys, uh, Washington's, nearly called it <laughs> by the original name, then the Commanders. Um, but yeah, she's doing the halftime show, which the Cowboys always play in Thanksgiving, the same as Detroit, who are playing currently. So the Cowboys are the middle game of the three, and they also partner with the Salvation Army to do the Red Kettle kickoff and launch the Salvation Army's appeal for the kind of collections for the year. And they always have like a big kind of person sort of performing at halftime and they should have got Dolly Parton. Um, so that's that. But anyway, so that was a great sort of link to talk about Cowboys football. Um, you had to get it had in there, didn't you? Exactly. had to get it in some way, but obviously fantastic. Well done to, to Fanny um, and kind of, that sort of great, well-deserved win. Um, other Who pieces. Has her sticker in the Duke. In the Duke. The re- yeah, her the Isla Fanny sticker is in, in the Duke's heads up in Highgate. Nice well. thanks to somebody. Can't imagine who put that there. It's also on my, on my work diary. Oh my god! It was the fit. I hope <laughs> you don't use that in meetings. Oh no, it's just that I don't take it to traders, but the sort of times it does actually say it doesn't just anyway. <laughs> she has some great merch and plays on the fact of kind of doing I love Fanny and writing Lumsden in small, very, very small letters. Genius, gets people paying attention. She's amazing. She's great fun. She's a great person, put out a great records. So we're really, really happy for her with that. And more Australian news makes a nice change that we're not talking about Canada or Canadian artists all the time, actually. Um Another friend of ours, Josh Satfield, he's got a new EP coming out tomorrow, um, which yes. is really, really cool. So uh, Rise is, well, it'll be out in Australia now, um, but obviously kind of we're in the kind of the flux of past, present and future, depending when we're recording and publishing and when you're listening to it. Uh, but Josh came over for Buckle and Boots this year, um, had you know great time kind of chatting with him, hung out with him in London, uh after as well and say so he's got um new ep coming out tomorrow so definitely check that out it's called rise and i know from conversations that we've kind of had you know because we still keep in touch with his team um quite heavily that they are working really really hard to make it priority for him to be for josh to be coming back to come and see us uh, at the earliest possible opportunity so that's really really great news on that that is yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to that one actually. Because again, he played a few songs from it as well. Um, obviously, yeah, because he did obviously a variety of sets at Buckle and also the set at Country in the Afternoon. So yeah, looking forward to it. That'll be on my YouTube music tomorrow that I get with my YouTube premiums. So I don't know. Oh yeah, look, look at you doing the sales pitch and stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm gonna convert you. One last point on Australia. Quite a few people had been over in Oz recently as well, kind of playing. I saw C4 for over and kind of um, a few other people for a couple of festivals. And Alana Springsteen was there too and was very, very keen and a great sport in participating in the shoey. I noticed that she had doing, um, (laughs) taking a drink from one of her high tops, um, which she she rocked absolutely just kind of owned it and stuff so like good on her girl and stuff um obviously someone that's going to be in berlin that we're going to see again next year um i had a really cool chat with her over zoom kind of towards the end of her tour because i missed like kind of things didn't work at long road but she's great fun 
um really good sport a lot of energy just kind of real you know good live performer and stuff so looking forward to seeing that and actually you know the other thing we addressed last week about how the only things we tend to get pitched from prs at the minute are types of songs that we are really big fans of at this I, time. I, re- I always listen to um those kind of songs but alana springsteen has actually recorded a festive we're going to use festive because it's too early to drop the c-bomb because we shouldn't be using the the c-word like until december but she's released a festive track which i really like and it's kind of like the way i tend to like find new music a lot of it before things come out it's when people put snippets like in their stories on insta and when you're sort of scrolling through and this was sort of one that i kind of first heard on that um so alana put a track called christmas comes in waves uh, sorry to people, children listening. Apologise for the use of the c word. Don't, uh, don't just drop it in like that. I'm now going to put like explicit content in there. I know you will have to. Well, to be fair, actually, I've done very we've done very well so far. I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Christmas comes in waves, which is like a really kind of nice sort of little. Um, I don't know, almost like a little has like a southern lullaby type feel to it and stuff but kind of like a west coast southern lullaby and it's kind of very it's really really cool and i liked it and it's kind of just really sort of like simple not over them things um so yeah i i finally found a festive song that i liked well and in actually, eight days time i might consider listening to it and actually if you are going to listen to new festive tunes well there is enough because most of the time when you get sent stuff like it's a cover of things and it's just like i'm not even gonna read the email that's literally going gonna be stored in whoever the pr that sent it to me in their folder in my inbox because i archive everything just kind of all that but it's like i'm really really sorry and even like you know my friends that work in artist management that go oh yeah you know this person as they've got a new song coming out tomorrow it's like it's one of those type songs and it's like brendan i don't really care it's like i'm not listening to one of their christmas songs um but yeah so anyway alana's one really really good christmas comes away big fan another one i really really like um tiger lily gold put out an original one too which is a very them in terms of the sound it's called fa la 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 falling i think there's three la's so i don't know if i did that kind of properly fa la 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 la, la. la all in um which again is quite a cool little track and things so like, oh, actually i don't hate this the fact that normally to like any of those type of songs i don't care no interest don't send it to me i don't want to listen to it but having two that i came across this year um that are both kind of out now and things they're great acceptable um as things and yeah definitely two of the better offerings of fact so many people do like eps of like where it's like covers and they'll do like one original song which to be holiday honest, holiday ep yeah generally they'll do an original song that's not very good um but to say krista and kendra and uh alana have put out tracks that i do like actually so that so i'm not a scrooge for people that kind of think that i hate the festive period yes i don't think it should start until after my birthday because 
uh, my birthday is uh, I, I personally feel it's more important than Jesus' birthday, but that's just for me. <laughs> because I want, well, we celebrate the whole thing. It lasts all month of December, halfway through November. Like the thing is, I'm already hearing wham in shops. So I'm not out on Whamageddon at the minute because it's not the 1st of December. But it's like, why? We don't need to be hearing things. It's like, haven't heard Mariah yet, which is bizarre. Like, why do I just keep hearing wham? And the people just. I have seen the Coca Cola advert. Yeah, that's. But obviously, you know, even Adam Schoenfeld kind of said that you were awesome, didn't he? So I am awesome. That's true. You know, that, that's that, awesome. I, I, so, yeah, we just put that um, into your line. And I just, when I was putting it on, I was like, I could just see Jamie's head getting bigger as um, that interview started. That was really, really cool. So, Adam Schoenfeld, like, we just put online earlier today, he is Tim McGraw's guitarist. Uh, and has played on pretty much every artist you've listened to over the last 20 years records. He's played guitar for every single one of Jason Aldean's releases. He's played on Little Big Town. He's played with um, just so many people. I'm just trying to think, like, going through, because it the, li the list is huge. He, he made his sort of kind of start playing with um big kenny kind of in the early days of sort of big and rich and as he sort of put it got tricked into country music to sort of come down um and now he's sort of everyone's like go-to really when they need someone to be playing on records and things but it's a really cool chat as well kind of to go through where that sort of come talked about playing at red rocks um talked about ways over kind of bits about life on the road with tim you know recording kind of with all these sort of people and you know whether whether you sort of know do you know that something's going to be a hit kind of at the point when they're in a studio and stuff so just quite a lot of cool things kind of touching on with that so yeah that was cool that was i think that was the last last like actual interview i did um in terms of talking to people got a really cool one coming next week which we're looking forward to be sharing we'll leave that in suspense for a little bit for who that's gonna be um because to be fair i haven't i haven't really been at too much again so i was, I was thinking have you got any shows coming up? i think episodes of this before the end of the year I've got we'll two episode more, 19 and then we'll podcast for episode 20. i've got two more gigs before the end of the year so i'm going to see eric paslett bush hall then I'm going to see Gasoline and Matches and the Jackson Line at Fiddler's Elbow, which are on the 4th and the 6th of December, which saddle the uh, most important day of the year, sat in the middle. Um, so they're what I've got to look forward to. Um, I've, been to. I've been to a couple of gigs since we last spoke. Uh, went and saw Hannah Bethel at the Slaughtered Lamb, which I think I mentioned that I was going to last time. Really, really cool gig. Enjoyed that a lot. Um, I went down to Brighton last night, saw Megan Lee and Tom Wright um, on their show down at Brunswick, uh, which I really like that as a venue as well now, becoming a fan. It's just a little bit of a walk from the station because like from Brighton, it's about like probably 25 minutes. It's kind of pretty much in Hove. Um, so I went out last night, uh, may have had a few beverages, uh, came back and then worked at home today rather than going to the office, as you do, uh, which was good planning. And 
couple of, I went to the Troubadour where I had not definitely hadn't been since before the pandemic. Um, but it may even have probably about five years ago. So when I went there, I didn't recognize the room that I was in. It was so oh. different. Oh yeah, to you know, had you been there before in West Brompton? No, I don't think I have. It basically sort of oh. felt like a little bit sort of like Moss Eisley Cantina kind of combined with the Bat Cave with sort of like <laughs> weird like the way it was sort of but it was cool. Um and it was nothing like that at all. So went down and saw Taylor McCall kind of about two weeks ago. Um he's got a new album coming out called Mellow War on February the second. Um really nice. He's a new guy in Fake Tigers um kind of quite sort of cool sort of americana vibe he's opening for robert plant who's doing his saving grace stuff don't know if that tour's still going at the minute or it's just finished um but yeah that was a cool night um like what he does quite a bit um different good sort of sound um and let's say he's got a record coming out start next year and the only other gigs i've been to I went to William Prince. That was an yes. amazing gig. Um, he was, he's an artist that I'm a really big fan of. I just think he's a great storyteller. Like, the way he tells stories is just like, just so good. He's so captivating. Like just the way, you know, his voice as well. Like with, you know, songs like, like Breathless, like the biggest hit that he has, like how, you know, cool that is. Um, Bush Hall, a lot of red light. Colin and Charlotte would not have been impressed at all on the, <laughs> from the photography standpoint. Um, but it sounds always so good there. I just I, I really like that's a venue I really, really like. And I think we always say it when we talk about Bush Hall, it's like, I love it as a venue. Um, just really great gig. It was a seated gig. I stood upstairs where the kind of the bar is up there. Um, but just everyone's just so quiet and like just just listening and it'll say the way he tells stories is great did an incredible cover in his set as well big fan of a backstreet boys cover in anyone's set especially when it's something that people are not expecting and as i put in my review as william said it's like there are two types of people in the world people that are fans of the backstreet boys and people that are liars <laughs> so that was a really i i enjoyed that gig a lot i say i'm i just I'm a really big fan of what he does. And I think that, you know, his record that came out, they stand in the joy, just, just a really, really, just a really, really pretty album. And so it was really good to kind of be able to see those songs live. Last saw him at Americana at the start of the year in January, he came over and did Cambridge Folk Festival, but didn't actually play other shows beyond that. Um, so it was really, really good, you know, to kind of get to hear those songs live and yeah. saving the best of the gigs to last so it was two weekends ago i got to see the greatest duo in the history of uk country music where not only were they playing their first show in london for a long time that we heard that there is a new album on the way in early next year i think we're talking february march april sort of time which we are very, very, very excited because Paul and Claire Bain, aka Raintown, 
played at Country in the Afternoon at Half Moon in Putney. Uh, I went on a Saturday. Terry Levy played first. Liam Crombie, who's got a really cool album coming out uh, next Friday. And we've got an interview that we're running with him because I spoke to Liam before the show. And Cody Pennington, who's an American guy that seems to spend quite a bit of time over here. Um, but Raintown, amazing great set in terms of what they did they played the hits they did what people wanted but also gave us a really good sort of tease about some new songs that are coming on the way uh, so really looking forward to um kind of had a quick chat with paul kind of after the gig when we were sort of in the, the pub part um and we're hoping to be doing something kind of quite cool to chat with them about this new record that we've been waiting for for a long time so it was really really great um, event as always that uh, Gavin and Christine put on down the Half Moon in Putney um, and it was you know fantastic to have Paul and Claire kind of back down and see that they're still still as they always have been but have got some great new tunes on the way and I can't think of any more releases to go through so we've done well again look at this I know we've kind of we've, we've almost like mastered this pretty well it's as if we actually want to do 40, 40 45 minutes. I was going to say, that seems like the optimum in terms of what we're doing. So, yeah, currently we're in quarter four. Green Bay are going to beat Detroit, which kills my back. You know, <laughs> greatly. Um, but anyway, late game is the one that matters. And, yeah, so like Ian said, we'll have one more of these and then we'll do a pubcast to do our end of year thing. I have to buy Jamie dinner for helping out all year long. We, I don't know, are we going to go to Woking again? We, am I, I going to come down to you? We can do we can do the sovereigns in Woking. That can work. Oh yeah, that's, that's nice. But I, I like the pub actually. Good little town pub, but has a bit of a country pub feel to it. That's a good way to describe it. Definitely agree with that. Anyway, uh, it's been fun. So saying we'll have two more of these. Uh, it's my birthday week on Tuesday. So my um, birthday week today. Power through. Oh, I didn't realise you were Sagittarius too. Yeah, 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 I'm just before you. Hardcore, Team Sagittarius, like in our season now, well and truly. Um, so, yeah, enjoy. Don't use the C word until the 1st of December, even though I did. Preferably the 6th of December. Yeah, I didn't, well, I didn't use it intentionally. I didn't use it in vain. I used it to reference. It's not my fault that Alana Springsteen has a song with that I quite like that has that word in the title. Um, but yeah, shout out, well done to Fanny Lumsden. Go and listen to Josh Setfield's EP. Uh, same as well, Calista Clark's got a new track out tomorrow called Diamond, um, which is great. Uh, check out those two festive songs that we talked about. And yeah, be on the lookout for some of the cool chats that we've got on the way. And that's been episode 18. Thank you very much. End podcast. This is Country in the UK, your country music podcast, 4,000 miles from Nashville.